Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm all good. How are you doing? I'm good. Amazing. Okay, let me start introduce you and then I mean I will do the introduction and then we I want to I will introduce you again, okay? Of course, I sure no problem. Okay, here we go. I'm here with a special guest. Uh first let's pull him. No, no. I thought I'd like, don't be nervous. It's like, gonna be fine. Uh, I wrote it down, you know. Okay, here we go. I am Ambassador Abadan Hara. Here we go. I'm here with a special guest. Let's pull my first guest, Ahmed, and then and then I will, then I will say uh, hi, hello, and then you'll say hi, Asma, whatever, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. You got this, you got this. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm here with a special guest. Let's pull my first guest, Ahmed. Hello, hi. Hi, hi, Ahmed. How are you, Thanks Asma? How are you doing? Here. No, no, it's my I'm pleasure. I'm good, I'm awesome. Amazing. You're my first guest i'm so excited uh me too as well i'm really excited yeah how are how are you doing i'm good been living life you know just finished my exams a while ago uh took my break and now i'm just getting back at it how are you how is everything going well i'm so i'm so good i'm excited to talk about the first subject you know what's going to be yeah it's going to be uh, the wake-up call. Our yes, subject I went today briefly will be over the subject. Yeah. Yeah. However, it, it's and, a, uh, it's a quite uh, you know, it's a big uh, subject. It's quite interesting in my opinion. And what comes to your mind first when I said the wake-up call? You know, when you say wake-up call, at first it it hits people in different means. For me, at this stage in my life, uh, wake-up call that means uh, something like. Um, I have to I have to wake up to start proceeding and following my dreams, you know. Uh, for me, I shouldn't now just run around, play around, you no. Know, but I should set my goals now, and I should really target them in more uh, in depth, and I should uh, try to achieve them as much as I can. So that's kind of my wake up call. It's like starting to develop myself, invest in myself, become better at what I'm doing, and follow my dreams, follow my goals, follow my ambition. It's more of a changing point yeah, where you, were, you realize exactly. that you were, yeah, you were sucking and then, you know, you want to turn it into, I don't know, like you want to turn your thinking and your visualization into action. Exactly. Like we get lazy exactly. during this, yeah. You know, um, when I thought of this subject, I wanted to talk to you, like this is the first person came to my mind when I said the wake up call. Because you you were from one of my few friends who shared this mindset with me. If you remember, like during our, our university, we were just studying, but we were, I guess, uh, it was in your third year, I was in my fourth year. And we were kind of bored, we were just studying and we wanted to go into practice. Yeah, I remember. Remember, course, yeah, you remember that thought, uh, that, uh, like that period, basically. Yeah. Then, like uh, we, we were hungry, reading. and we are still hungry. Exactly. 
Yeah, I remember when it's like, Asma, I am hungry. I'm hungry for success. Of course, yeah. And see, and see you know, that's it's, the funny it's... thing right now. You said, I'm hungry for success. People usually, yeah. not all people, but most of the people come and tell you, I'm hungry for fame. I'm hungry for money. No, you should be hungry for success. You should be hungry for following your dreams, you know, because all of the materialistic stuff can come after that. But people don't realize it really. Exactly. You should you know, try I'm to the last make person. a change, you know? Exactly. I'm the last person to be hungry for food. So yeah. for me to say I'm hungry, like, you know, it, Tell it me comes, about like, diet, sounds yeah. good to my mind. <laughs> okay, let's not get exposed here, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, um, Give me a second. what I wanted to say. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm back. Kind of awkward. Back. No, it's okay. So, so your first, let's say, wake up call, it came in perspective of more of uh, career wise, business wise. Uh, first, it came in uh, self development. You get me? For me, as in, like, yeah. uh, I, I set a target of what I want to achieve in my life or what's my goal, what I am really ambitious about, you know. And then I said to myself, okay, since that's what I like, I need to learn more about it. You know, because I cannot just go ahead and be like, yeah, I like this one, and then I'll just jump into it and I'll get everything. Like, uh, as if I'm riding an elevator. No, it's not like that. So I said to myself... Uh, what do you mean when you say self-development in terms of what? Self-development in terms of um, reading more um, about my subject that I really like. Or let's say about behavior-wise. For me, for me, it's business oh. usually, yeah? So yeah. Uh, for me, I started reading about leadership. I started reading about management time management mostly because my time management wasn't that efficient in my first two years and um, yeah I started looking at different routines that I should take into my life into becoming more healthier because if you're healthier you have a good uh, routine it will help you in your overall life you know it will help you also manage your time it will help you always be focused and sharp what do you think that um, let's say your first sparkle where you wanted to make a change in terms of your health. And then, you know, when you say business, I, I don't know if it's like, it's it's not coming because I know you personally, but it's not coming from, let's say, lack of money, you know, Alhamdulillah. So, Alhamdulillah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's like, um, I don't know, you wanted to kind of find the purpose of your life. You wanted to achieve something. But yeah, look, is that true? Uh, uh... Yeah, for me, I wanted to achieve something. For me, look, I've always had the support of my family, alhamdulillah. Thank God for it. And they were always by my side. So for me, I just wanted to really make them proud. In my first years, I was like taking life as more of a fun part, you know. Coming uh, to Cyprus, I don't know anyone here. At first, it was like getting to know people and then adapting and after I adapted I was enjoying and then I was like oh wait I'm starting to really lose track of my purpose because when I grew up my parents always taught me that not to take anything for granted so 
yeah i felt like i started to take it for granted and i didn't want to really take it for any for any granted so i started looking and at why did you go into that i mean what made you go into business and leadership specifically uh, let's say me, it wasn't a business idea you know yeah for me i grew up like my dad is a businessman he's an entrepreneur so for me as in growing up i used to go to meetings um i used to sit at the tables and listen to them talk and see how it goes and i i really liked playing this card of uh, being at a meeting pressuring one and getting pressured back making a deal oh wow finishing the deal it's just really amazing it's the thrill yeah. of it you know yeah the thrill is really amazing in it Now, alhamdulillah, you know, really, I'm addicted different. in that way because some people are addicted to alcohol, some others are addicted to gambling. Uh, let's say I'm just addicted to business. You know, there is a relationship between that, between uh, addiction, like for, for success and alcohol and gambling and that. You know why? Because there is a, a, there's a hormone called, I think, dopamine, if I'm not, dopamine, if I'm yeah. not sure. I think yeah. I'm not sure. It's it's called the hap- uh, it calls the happy hormone or happiness hormone, which is basically produced when you accomplish something such as uh, uh, gambling or the alcohol. It actually make this uh, substance substance increase in your blood. So the same thing happens when you accomplish any task. Like even if let's say you said I want to go to the gym and you wrote it down in your planner, then you go to the gym and you come back, you take that box. This dopamine produces so and the human body comes addicted to that so that's really interesting now yeah. that's an explanation of why they always tell you make small tasks within the day and then achieve exactly them. the habit yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of interesting when you put in all the links together and click them like connecting that's the dots true. it's really fun i don't know for me what was actually the, the like the first point where I said I was kind of fed up with my life and I said okay I need to do something I'm trying to remember and I have this gap where I was like in my third year of university doing architecture where it was like my sit back year you remember that year yeah. for me it was it was a complete mess I, I was kind of offline yes you were I don't remember. remember anything then I was like okay and so, so when I'm going to be in the state I don't remember, you know, uh, that period. I was, I was uh, physically, not, physically, like not able to do anything. But when I was looking into why, why this is happening, uh, it's all in my mind. Physically, I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. I felt that there's something sick. Yeah, mindset it was plays a big, big role. I tell you, it is. Until I went for a checkup, like general doctor who. My dad was, uh, I swear, my, my parents, they're very dramatic sometimes. They thought that maybe I have a sickness like uh, something with my throat or maybe have uh, anemia. And I don't know, my sister, uh, uh, she, she, she was saying that I always look yellow. Maybe I have something wrong with my blood and you know, somehow like cancer or something like that. No, no. They, for a checkup the doctor said you're actually healthy there's nothing with you like uh, what was just eating routine you know <laughs> yeah i was like no i like this guy he needs to check his degree or something you know yeah and then when he was talking to me he was asking me questions i'm like why well, he's asking if i have friends 
if I'm happy with my university, like both of things. Like, was like, I I didn't ask my my myself these questions, you know. I was just living life as this is how it's supposed to be. You know, perhaps like, this never is the, the, the or all connected. Yeah, and exactly. Well, for me, that's not you know. I will. I didn't have friends, and my life was just study, go sleep, study, go sleep. I didn't. I wasn't very social person as well. Mm-hmm. So for for me, that's the normal. Until he asked me, and then I was like looking into my cycle. You know, there's there is no health in there. There's no emotions. You know, everything was kind of offline. Then I remember one thing that he he gave me pills for like um, for for depression and everything, and wow. uh, I took them for like um, how much? How for how many? Maybe four to five months, and he told me not to stop them. And if you want to tell me something, don't ever dare me to do anything. If you tell me, don't do this, there's something going to happen, I'm going to do it. And he told me, don't stop this. And I stopped it. And then, you know what? I'm going to prove to you I don't need this pill to, to feel better. And towards that time, by the end of the year, I pulled myself. I finished my semester and I passed. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Then I remember when we came to last day, I told, you know what? Let's start a business. Yeah, I remember. Actually, I started it. Exactly. We had a mutual friend. However, don't uh, don't take this away from me. We had a mutual friend. I told him in the morning, and then you you told us afternoon. So technically, it's in the same day happening, but we didn't we say to to ourselves directly. You said it first. Like wow, you know, like it was a few minutes. Yeah. Let's give a couple of seconds before you (laughs) let's spare the game. He wants to compete with me. Okay, let me start. And then I think that's why we clicked, you know, like when we we want to grow and everything. We clicked there because both of us, we wanted to make a change. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't know. Sometimes you, you, you told me once, I guess, that we don't have to compete and everything. But it was more of encouragement than a competition. Because anyway, like when you learn something, you would tell me like, okay, I learned this one. But you won't keep the information to yourself, like you will share it with me. Of course. Okay. Actually, actually, if if you teach someone something that you learn, that means you have learned it twice. That means it it actually benefits you because it engraves in you more. You know what I mean? It's different yeah, when you true. sit in front of a lecture and then you're following the lecture or whatever, and then you go back home and you will not do it again. But no, when you teach it to someone, you practice it. That means you get to really learn it again. And make sure you got the information correctly, you know? That's true. Okay, if if I give you the option of, let's say, not going to architecture school and you start business, but don't learn business from, you know, a teacher at the university rather than a millionaire in the field, would you go with this option or you would go with the like with the normal thing okay go get a degree be an architect and then do your business whatever so you mean the first option is not to go to school and to learn it from let's say yeah, someone like, that is successful exactly like you finish your high school like so now mm-hmm. you only have a high school diploma and then you go like uh, learn how to be a businessman from you know, mm. an actual successful businessman in the field. I see. What would you choose? Look, for me, uh, when you put it in the way of I give you a chance to go back, I'll tell you honestly, I wouldn't go back because I like what I ended no, up No, no, not to go back. Let's say that. However, however, mm. learning 
from someone that actually have been in the field and he will genuinely give you the information not just lie to you or like mm. give you some but no genuinely give you all the information that he learned and all of his experience then yes that mm. would definitely be a powerful thing um look there's difference between education and really being uh, successful in life you know so you want to be successful in life it's something that is different than the education that they will teach you in school and whatever in schools and universities they will always teach you and they will engrave in you that when you graduate you should have a good degree good grades so that you can secure a job you will live there and secure this job at a big company but no why would you just want to secure a job that you work from i don't know from nine to six why would you want to do that why would you want to open your own thing why would you want to be your own boss you know what i mean like why why would you want to make your own name known you know so yeah as an experience from someone it's way more powerful you know if it's it's genuine so there is no if i go back because if i go back i'll still be no no i told you like however let's say that yeah mm. i think yeah i suggest that we really follow that someone that will genuinely give you the informations to help you become better you know yeah you know like uh, like uh, if you look at the concept of the travel um which is i have specific goals and the first one what i say we define logical norms uh which is basically logic if you go into translation it's the linear process of thinking of, of anything and it's actually not defined by law or anything it's defined by culture for example uh, or defined by culture or by the system whatever you know like government or uh, like it's more of political sometimes than culture in some countries but in I'm 100% sure in the Arabic countries that it really matters if you have a university degree. I mean, let's say if you just graduate from high school and then you go be a businessman, um, they still question you like why you don't have it, why you don't have a university. Yes, I'll degree. tell you something. Like something most of important. most of the successful people in the world they don't have they a, don't exactly um, degree. Uh, however, but I we think... are being rated. Yeah. However, yes, in Arab countries, they usually look at um, degrees. It's like overrated, I believe. And why do you think, like, why do you think we have this thought of, no, we should have this university degree? Maybe because it's a different mindset. No one has showed them another path, you know. But in, um, let's say, um, United States, for example, they you know they are trying different path. Somebody's trying to uh, like uh, create a new um, way of living or a new way of succeeding or a new way of achieving something. Usually, for us, we're scared as a human beings. We're scared of what's not comfortable getting. So that's why everyone just want to secure something. Even when they tell you go right. to university, they are like go to university so you'll have the degree that secures you. You know. Everyone, want, I, I everyone wants believe... a safe net. Why would you want a safe net? Yeah, I'd like to be secure and yeah. what's the word? If you truly believe in yourself, you wouldn't want a safe net, you know? Yeah, I, I guess it, it's not only culture. I'm pretty 100% sure that it's imposed mindset, uh, political mindset, that they want people to function a specific way. Because I remember, like, in my country, it's not, like, the only way. 
you know there's a lot of people who cannot afford going to school or some people they just think that they weren't smart smart enough and they unrolled out of school then they went out and they were uh, they go freelancing or working like in shops and everything some of them they continue at this stage at this level and some of them then they develop their own business and they grow however like when they go for example for I don't know, like when they want to get married, they want to propose. The first thing that the family asks if you have a university degree and like it really matters, you know, they don't ask like, uh, what is the business you're running until maybe they see some materialistic. No, I, I believe, yes, if you enter, if you enter yeah. the house with the materialistic stuff, be yeah. like if you enter there, be like, okay, I have this company that is mine. I got like five hundred people working at it under under me. I have like Bugattis, Lamborghinis, mansion, yeah, start, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they be like, here, take it. Whoever oh, he she are ready, let's go. Yeah, and <laughs> and then the perception changes. You know, yeah. oh okay. Then if he has this materials, materialistic stuff, then he's rich. Well, he might be rich. No, no, and then no, no, no. I think they say if he have this materialistic stuff, then he's successful. But I'll tell you something: success. Not always. Success and materialistic stuff are two different things. Exactly. No, I mean like when someone's successful, uh, he would have materialistic stuff. You know. However, not every uh person who has this materialistic stuff, he has he's actually successful. Because yeah. this money could be important, I mean, brought from another ways other than just hustling and freelancing or being an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? There are many other ways, illegal ways to be that. So they don't question that when, let's say, when they see a person who's rich. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. But from what I have, what from what I see, they don't question the rich man from where they got the money. And they just give him the title that he's successful. You know what I mean? I see what you mean. You mean as in society? Like yeah, yeah, in person, society, yeah. like culturally. Yeah. Very weird. Anyways, now when it comes to political, let's say, imposed mindset, do you really believe that there is someone sitting down there, up there and drawing what's the majority has to, uh, has to do what they should where they should work how much they should have and then they live let's say they leave the one percent was also controlling what do you mean, I mean do you think there's up there drawing up there like in in the government you know like he's up there who's, who has control over everyone every person who is just mm-hmm. you know follows the the logical uh, norm, which is going to school, going to university, uh, go get the job, work there until you're 50, get retired, and stay home. No, no, you know? look, look, you do your choices by your own self, don't you? So, okay, yeah, for sure. Saying that they control, like, the majority, no, I don't think that's possible. But I'll tell you what, they for sure, um, like, they will have specific people that they will give them more opportunities because they are the inside, you know what I mean? Okay. If However, you that's really political, one. so I don't think we should get into it. No, actually, I'm very interested. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be 
at the end of the day, right? <laughs> it's for legal terms, okay. I'm just saying. No, no, we're not crossing the line, I guess. You know, uh, in architecture, we have um, the situationists. Yeah. Who's, uh, they're a group, yeah, of uh, ur- urban designers, basically. They're working in the street and they said, well, why do we have to look into the map to go from point A to B or use Google Map in our form, in our phone, which gives us like specific direction we have to go from. And then we, when so we that's the group where they start uh, roaming around and finding different uh, uh, yeah, roaming, like, yeah. yeah, they said we shouldn't follow the map. We, we forget the relationship between the human and, uh, and the space. Well, actually, it's true because today I was driving to to go somewhere and then I was following the route. I literally forgot where I am. I don't know where I am. And then I, I realized that I actually know this area. You know, when you just have a target, you know, A to B, you forgot everything in between, you know. Mm-hmm. So the, situa- the situation that they came and they said, oh, well, this is the capital. This is capitalism, whatever. We shouldn't be like this. So they took the actual map, they cut it, and they rearranged it in another way. Like, uh, instead of using, let's say, traffic light, go right and left, they're using experiences, like go from under the tree, look into this house that is, I don't know, under the bridge. But they start like, collaging it to make an experience. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're trying to give different perspectives from different angles. Yes. Where you, yeah, where you know where you are. And this thing you can actually we can apply in life, you know. Like what? How do you see? If if I look at it and try to apply it in life, what I can learn from them is that they didn't stick with the traditional way. No, they tried to find their own way, the way that yeah. really worked for them, the way that made them um, move from inside as an emotions. You know, the way that really shook them in a way, the way that um, captured their hearts. You know. And then they try to share that with the whole world so everyone can experience the same. And if you look at it, that's maybe them trying to change the world as in helping people to start feeling things instead of just moving as robots from point A to point B by the GPS or whatever. Yeah. They basically questioned a normal practice of walking or driving, which is our daily activity, we just do unconsciously, you know. Actually, this is from where the travel is like the idea of the travel coming from. I see. Can you yeah. elaborate? Okay. When I came with the name, it's one of my sleepless nights where I was thinking of, well, I had the idea of opening a podcast, but I didn't know the concept and how to start it. Yeah. And then I was thinking of uh, this travel, which is desert travel. Uh, in in Arabic, we call it tirfas, and it actually grows in my country. Then it's something that I don't like. I don't like how it smells and grows in in the desert. Sometimes when we drive from the city to the village, we see some cracks in the desert, and then we stop. I ask my dad, and he told me like, "There's a truffle in there." And I was like, "Oh, ew!" And they run away. And then he's like, "Oh, this is something uh, very precious. Like, come on, let's try it." And you know, he's trying to convince me. And then when I grow up, like recently, was the, I was thinking about it, like in such a dead environment, very dry, something very, very nutritious. Is it what, is this a word? 
very nutrition. <laughs> Let's just go <move> on. <laughs> okay, something very full of nutrition and vitamins is is made out of nothing. You know, just natural grows. It's actually a, a fungi, like like mushrooms. It's like mushrooms, yeah. Yeah, and then like I see it here in in Europe. It's sold for very expensive. Uh, it's, it's sold for a lot of money, and it's considered and it's considered a luxury food. So, I when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, there is an actual truffle in a, in everyone and in every situation. There must be something positive sitting there, and we just have to go search for it. You know. Yeah, you see, it's just like so the word truffle for you, it's exactly the same word for other people where they use it as light, where they use it as hope, yeah. where they use it as power, where they use it as passion. So yes, I believe exactly. everyone for us put a different word for it, but we still end up with the same meaning that uh, exactly. there is always something inside of you that you can spark up. There is something that is very valuable. You just need to search. Mm-hmm. And actually, that it's, can be um, that can be advice that really should be known for everyone, or should be said to people over and over. Yeah. For the people that uh, are lost, or like the people that are partying because they don't want to party, but no, because their friends are like dragging them, and they are scared of losing them, or they think they are not valuable without them, or they think they are not valuable without their parties and uh, going wild. No, there is literally something inside of you that you can spark up. You have your own value. You just need to really. Go and, you know, follow your dreams. Go and take that first step. You know, the first step is always the hardest step. But once you take it, that's it. Everything else is going to be easy. I'll tell you what. I'm going to break it down for you guys as simple as the first, um, let's say, YouTube video will really suck, you know. Uh, I don't know. First, uh, do like first project that you try to do will suck. Like it will have its downsides. But no, you, you need to take that first step to improve. You can never succeed okay. without failing. You get me? So don't be scared of failing. No, just go ahead. Yeah. Fail, bro. No problem. I mean, get back up. What's really more exactly. important than failing is really getting back up, you know? I'm trying. Keep trying. And exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. And if yeah, you look at me, it I as guess. a fun part instead of like... Yeah. Um, uh, instead of just like a mission but no if you take it as a fun part that you're just playing a video game where now you lost it but you got a multiple other different trials however don't just try recklessly and re- relentlessly but no think of it think of the lessons that you have learned from the previous failure and don't repeat them so you know once you repeat them now it becomes a choice why would you choose to be failing exactly it's that time where you find, uh, when you find the tefasa, the terrible inside you, it's going to be your wake-up call. Mm. It's not like, okay, I'm sleeping and then you will be waiting for your wake-up call. It's, you have to, you have to, to search for it. You have to set no, your course, own alarm. Of course, you have to, you yeah, have to exactly. be searching for it. Like if you just be chilling, you know, and be like, yeah, it's going to just come someday when I wake up tomorrow. Never is not yeah. gonna come. You're lying to yourself. It's again comes back to perception of things. You know, to question things that are normal. Mm-hmm. I was questioning my long hour sleep. I was like, why am I sleeping that much? Am I pregnant or something? You know, why? Why am I sleeping that much? You know, why? I why I'm not able to walk 
let's say, and enjoy it. You know, like all of this, it might sound like a normal thing, but then when you start to question it, you will start to rate where you are, what you are doing. You will start to question your habits. What you're doing is going to, to drive you to where you want. From where, where you kind of start kind of encouraging your, your mind to think differently and to kind of scale up. Now yeah. that's fun fact is we... fun fact. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to solve a problem, first step is not just bringing up solutions or different ideas, but no, first step is identifying the problem. So you see, for you, let's say you identify, you ask yourself, why am I not sleep? Oh, why am I sleeping a lot? Why don't I have energy? That's you trying to identify the problem before you solve it. Yeah, you cannot solve something that you can't identify. Yeah. However, the thing is, I didn't look. I didn't look at it as a problem, you know, mm-hmm. because to me that was the normal. This is the norm. I don't know. I just questioned it because. How can I put it? You question things when you feel like it's starting to get boring, and that you, that you believe that there is something that you can do. You know, there's something more that you can do other than sleeping. It wasn't coming from, you know, this is a problem, you know. So you felt that sleeping a lot lot was something wrong and there is something else you could do with your time? No, I didn't think it's something wrong. I was enjoying sleep. I love sleep. What I felt wrong is that I have something else to give other than sleeping, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, what am I adding to my family? You know what? I have younger sisters that they look up to me, and I don't know. You know when sometimes I say something, and then I come months after, and I I see that my mom still remembers that thing, and she reminds me of that. Then I'd be like, oh wow, I did something without realizing it, but actually it made sense to other people, and uh, it made them let's say change their perception their perception into something. However, I didn't know this about myself until somebody told me that, you know. I see. So, yeah, that was like the thing that clicked inside me. It's like, you know what, Asma, stop sleeping. You know, I don't want to say a bad word. I'm trying to control my tongue in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is how we started. So how about spiritually? Spiritually. Is it spiritually? Okay. Mm, is it spiritually or yeah so how about spiritually the wake up call spiritually Mm. i think first you should ask yourself are you really satisfied with what you give spiritually whether what you believe in so i believe in allah we all believe in actually one god at the end of the day you know but uh, for me i always um, felt like i was raised to appreciate it more, appreciate him more, you know. And I felt like I wasn't appreciating him enough, and I was just asking him really to help me to appreciate him better. So I was like, within my prayers, I ask him to help me. So it's really once again for me, I I was searching for it, you know. And I I wasn't satisfied with myself in particular ways, so I kept asking him, and yeah, had my so yeah, well, know. we always have to ask for hidayah and, you know, uh, hidayah wal 
ما إلى ذلك. However, I guess the wake-up call to me came like, um, okay, now I want to be successful. Who's gonna be my role model? Who should I follow? You know, uh, I was, let's say, I am a woman, and you know, my mom is uh, just a mother. She doesn't work, so I cannot go ask my mom about how to be a woman, how to be a daughter in the future, a wife, and then also a businesswoman. I was looking into people that I can take as overall. My mom, alhamdulillah, she's very good with religion and she almost all of her life, she dedicated her life to to learn and to teach. Yeah, For me, I didn't, I was like, okay, I don't want to be Sheikha and don't, don't get me wrong. What it means like, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to be the teacher for of religion because I I I'm looking at myself as I'm not I'm incap in, incapable. Incapable. Is it the word? Maybe. Yeah, because I thought I'm incapable of doing that. But then, so that's why I was away from religion in a way. And then I was like, okay. Mahadish darabni ala idio ali. You have to be sheikha. You know, I should do it to myself to learn. And it should be my tool to be successful. It should be my guide. Because, you know, when I had this wake-up call in terms of business and success and growth, I went to books that are written by atheists and and Christians, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. However, I missed that element of my own identity and my own religion. So I wanted to bring this balance back. And then the wake-up call, Astaghfirullah Rabbi Nisamahmi, uh, in the past, I wasn't good with my prayer. I was on in and off. So at some point, uh, I heard the Adan uh, live. You know, usually I just hear it from my phone or uh, like from my laptop, from the TV. But one day I was out like near the downtown and then just came to mind to, to my ear, why I'm, I'm thinking what should I read next, you know. And then I'm like, okay. This is the call. What do you want more? So I came, I was searching then for people who are successful businesswomen, uh, sorry, successful business, businessmen at this time because there was no role, uh, there was no woman who is, let's say, she's a CEO or, or, or a successful businesswoman and she's a perfectly Muslim. Rather, I was looking at some Muslims, some Muslim women who are very successful, but then I don't know. They took off their hijab, or let's say they're like they wore hijab and then they took it off. So this is also made me like I don't know. I have a bad perception of them. So this was my time. Actually, this wasn't very very long ago. It was maybe six or seven months ago when I started to look to look into it into this way. So it's very recent, kind of. Yeah, it's very recent that I wanted to combine success in terms of business to bring uh, to bring with that islamic lessons from the quran from hadith and for of course to improve my relationship with god and pray and start praying better let's say so it's all about consistency and i i'm not gonna say that i was uh, however i just started to be doing thing, uh, one thing at a time and trying to be consistent and then I was more encouraged when I had friends like you, you know, we were talking and then or working into something. It's like, okay, pause. 
let's go to pray yeah Which, uh, one thing one thing that important. really people will misunderstand um, or might misunderstand when they hear this uh, podcast we're not against any religious let me just clarify that uh, matter of fact oh, we respect no. all religious however we don't want you guys also to misunderstand the fact that, that uh, our religion is not just about being uh, all about praying or like uh, abusing ourselves just to be praying but no our religious has more to give it's all about peace it's all about uh, you know this connection between humankind we're all humans we're all yeah yeah there for a purpose for a reason it's not only worshiping god in terms of prayer as you said however it's a complete lifestyle yes you know it's daily lessons you know you can learn From the Quran there's a lot Hadith. there's a lot that we can learn from actually yeah it's yeah subhanallah it's a complete book you know recently have you heard have you uh, have you heard the, that video i sent once about uh, ashab al-kahf uh, or if you listen to any tafsir about it i i know briefly well. about it yes i mean we have to uh, read the know. i mean it's it's not a must but it's wise to read the uh surah every friday so yeah i was exactly. kind of interested you before know, to know the definition i guess it's it's the first surah that i, I learned by heart because my mom just she loves to play it every every friday mm-hmm. and then we just unconsciously i memorized it however recently i listened to it again and i was looking to the seer and there's a lesson that i really think that is related to what we're saying and uh it's it's really it's i don't know how many years ago 1400 years ago or even more this ayah was revealed and uh, it really duplicates of what what's happening today it's what it was talking about the youth and today we're youth this is our audience i guess this is what i'm targeting and uh, in this ayah there was not the In specific ayahs, I think there were four ayahs where it was talking about the, 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 the young people who went to the Cape to refuge and to stay away from the city, let's say. And the, the four lessons that, like the first ayah was this uh, young man, young boys went to the cave and then Allah made them go to sleep. And then he brought them back to life. Then... Uh, They were uh, one of them was asking them, let's say, for how long have you been sleeping and so on, and this like was the start of the argument. And yes. uh, and then at the end of these uh, three ayahs, the fourth one, it was saying, uh, I'm just paraphrasing in English, okay? It was yeah, sure. you for, for a purpose. So Allah is saying like, bimana uh, inno. We're telling you this for a purpose. And then this is the end of it, you know. This is the end of it. And then there was, like, kind of another lesson. And then it comes back and says, uh, kind of in the same subject, uh, when they were asking themselves, like, when the, when, when the people of this village, they were, uh, they were questioning about these, these boys. They were, they were arguing about how many they are. Kanu khamsa was home. كانوا ستة وسبعهم فلبهم. yeah but no so no one الله, was. يعني الله يعلم. this is except exactly like they're few, trying to and find. I think time has passed on those few so now just Allah knows. سبحانه وتعالى. yeah so the 
this this was the story and god says there's a wisdom there's a purpose for this for this story and then they were arguing about how many they are reminds me of like today for example there's a successful businessman in the university teaching some kids uh, how to be successful businessman so he started let's say to talk about location to talk about inventory customer service marketing and then the these students they stop him and they ask him oh, what are you wearing uh, what did you eat uh, where do you go to the, to which to which gym do you go so which is again what do we look at what do you perceive what do we question what do we leave behind you know mm-hmm. so you mean like they kept asking him about his materialistic stuff yeah exactly things that are not related to the purpose of the story they were asking about things that in let's say things are not important you know uh, perhaps they were asking him so, about this stuff because usually materialistic stuff is what attracts people. That's why if you look into social media and you see like a big successful um, Instagram account, you'll see them posting materialistic stuff. Got this Rolex, got this this and got this car, got the, uh, this clothes. You know, usually people who get attracted to this will be like, yeah, he got all of this materialistic stuff. He's successful. You don't know if they are rent, if they are his friends, if you don't know if he's just borrowing them. You don't know if the car is just sold in the street. You don't know if he went to try a car somewhere because usually in the United States also there's a places where you can try these high-end cars there are so many different possibilities actually it sucks that they promote success with materialistic stuff it's more than that mm. you know elaborate uh, recent I mean if you want to look into someone who's successful or someone who wants to show that he's successful, he will start showing off his cars, his house, his yeah. watches, you know. However, not all of them. For example, I, I know that you don't like Gary Vee, but uh, for him, he, he is a successful person, but he didn't focus on uh, showing his, his, uh, his wealth. However, he focused on giving back to the community. You know, another uh, Muslim businessman, his name is Ammar Omar, one of my favorite Persian uh, people in YouTube. But it's just about Gary, yeah, I don't like community. hate him or not like him. It's just like I'd rather watch someone else, mm. you know. Yeah, it's I a, see what you mean. I mean I, well, I, I mean, thought you didn't no like hate, him. love type yeah, of yeah. thing, <laughs> No, I don't know. No, it's yeah. not hate, love, you don't. You don't know him in a personal level. I just mean, I mean, like you, you don't prefer to yeah, watch Yeah, like there are others that I'd rather yeah. watch. Okay, give us some of what no, you watch. Look, let's for me, let's say I like people. to know about some of the stories, you get me? So I, I like the stories of uh, mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Really, he's, he's one that is really inspiring because um, from a person that had only seven Canadian dollars in his pocket, to becoming one of the top successful people. It's really inspiring. Um, I like, let's say, um, let's say the Amazon owner. I mean, just the idea itself, how he was selling books at the beginning, 
uh, sitting on his knees to pack them up in a, a box. He bought actually one of those uh, knee rollers, so it will help him pack more boxes in less time without hurting his knees. And at that time, he thought that that was the best in- invention ever that happened. And then all of a sudden, he's boom, just a billionaire right there. Because they wanted to help the society in a yeah, way. Yeah, I know, know that I mean. he started. Yeah, he also, like, when he started, he I guess he had before Amazon around five or six businesses. In yeah, and also the owner of uh, Facebook. I mean, he also had so many different, uh, I mean, uh, apps. It's not just Facebook all of a sudden, no. Yeah, but why are you kind of promoting um, the platform, not the person? So what made you not say uh, Jeff Bezos? I feel like if people would listen to um, the broadcast, they would know the platform more than who's Jeff at the beginning, you know, or Zach, or who's this and that. Okay. Oh, Chad, that's right, actually. Yeah, sometimes we would be listening to a podcast and they yeah. drop some names. It's like, oh, what's that? Oh, who are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is quite fun, by I'm the way. I'm not Yeah. <laughs> what do you I mean, mean? The podcast is quite fun. Quite fun? I'm saying quite fun. Yeah. Quite fun. Yeah, it is quite fun. Yeah. So, from here. Okay, I have two questions to you. Ask. The first one, where are you in life? Where am I? Okay. At this stage, I'm in uh, still self-development. Since uh, I now took my bachelor degree in architecture, I'm like looking at my next step. So yes, I'll have a professional diploma, but I also look beyond it. Uh, I don't want to like... Um, start something as soon as I finish uh, university. No, I want to start it before so I can be building it up while I'm in university. Uh, I want to learn from others. I want to yeah. set up really my routine. I want to I want to become better every day and day. My goal is really not, um, mm-hmm. not to become better than someone, but no, my goal is for me to become better than myself yesterday. So every day to try and do one extra thing you know, one extra step that will help me. How about you? Where are you in life? That's true. Okay. I also just graduated with professional diploma. And I am at this space, like this space where there's a lot in my mind. If if every idea is a stick, I guess I will be like, uh, you know, this animal... Again. What? Well, what's the word again? Food. Food. Oh. Like, uh, like this animal. You mean kangaroo? His... Like this. I think thing you meant the kangaroo, like the hamster... yeah. It's all over. No, all not one, the kangaroo. He has spikes all okay. over his body like um, a mouse or a rat anyway okay, like my mind many... right now is like a soup mm-hmm. 
in this stage, there's a lot of ideas in my mind and I thought upon all of them. And I'm kind of struggling to focus on one thing. Therefore, I started this podcast where I wanted to let my my thoughts out and talk to people, to be honest, and talk people who share the same thoughts and mindset as me. And I believe that they exist. At some point in my life, I was like, you know what? I am the only one person who wants to be successful and, uh, you know, who wants to grow, who's against this linear life, the linear practices of life. And then I'm like, uh, no, I, I got to no, be There are many out I there. I like believe that. there are a lot out there. So right now. But the only difference is who is going to be taking course, the steps. I'm, I'm not even here Exactly. So I am at this stage where I want to build myself socially and I want to make the circle of friends of friends who will encourage me to do more every single day. You know, some of them I don't like sometimes there are people that I don't even know. I really don't even know. They comment and or they give me very kind words, very uh, encouraging and motivational message. And I'm like, okay, I think there's a way where I can reach out these people more, in my know? life forever. Yeah. And I'm going to be there for them and they're here for me. So I, I want to focus on that for at least one to two months while I'm taking a break from, you know, from studies and everything. However, in the same time, I am applying for a job and uh, also, okay, yeah, it's nine to five, by the way, it's just to put my feet in the, into the ground and network. And also, inshallah, I would start uh, a business very soon, which is, uh, by the way, related, related to the podcasting. I mean, the podcast is going to be part of it. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's no head. Kind of give us a tease and then leave, yeah? Okay. See. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just like giving back to the community, like uh, finding uh, truffles in the streets and, very in, sweet. and people, minds yeah, and Yeah, somebody should try and give back to the society. You know, today I was thinking of how can I introduce myself, and I didn't introduce myself. And I don't want to give this title myself yet, like as an architect. I think there's more than that, just an architect, I don't know. And I gave myself a title of humanity. investor in humanity. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. Mm. It's a big one. What do you think? Yeah, you it gotta is a put big to, one, but I think you know, you got to put your money where your mouth at. I can grow into it. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? And at this point, there's it's just a face. <laughs> it just puts uh, thoughts. No, it's just, I, I, I know, I know. I'm just like, at this point, yeah. like there's more than money, you know. I think the most, the most, the strongest way to teach someone something it's by being, uh, and being an inspiration by saying and or by mentioning inspiring stories. Oh, it or is something powerful when you have someone do. looking Every... up to you. Tell you that it's really powerful. Well, inshallah, inshallah, it won't. And one day we can I mean I can reach this level where there are people look up to me. Well, it is know. something amazing. Inshallah, Inshallah. Inshallah. 
you know for in the next episode we will we will bring more lessons from the Quran from the hadith and also we will uh, talk talk about some books so we, we will just give like a small review about some books and then like discuss some key points hopefully we can That's share very this knowledge yeah with i think it would be useful for everyone books are very powerful yeah yeah indeed they are let's see where we can grow in Let, let's put the first milestone let's say in the first one year mm. let's i don't know let's grow to 50% i think we can achieve we can whatever we put our mind to trust me whatever you wake up and be like you i can do this you can do that yeah. that's it but you got to really believe it it's not just saying it but really believe it you know it's very important to have people like that in your life who encourage you and i'm very grateful for having like you as quiet. my friend it's and it's it's gonna sound yeah i swear it's gonna be very cliche cliche however ahmed is really a true friend of mine and brother and maybe in another episode we can talk about that is there an actual thing as relation friendship between um, yeah, we can a i mean you and i are great think? friends what do you mean <laughs> what do they think <laughs> No, no. I mean, like, is it, is it a true thing? Can I mean, a male and a female be We friends? currently are. So yes, it is possible. It really is. Possible. You're not getting the point. Of course, we are. What I'm saying is that can are we really best friends? Can male and female be friends without any other side effect? You know what I mean? And I don't want to get too explicit at this, uh, at this episode. But so yeah, I think episode, let's discuss, discuss the next episode. That would that. be interesting for everyone. Ah, it's gonna uh, be fun. It's gonna I'd be hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean, but it was such a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Allah, it's my pleasure. Thank you again. Inshallah. See you next Take week. Bye bye. You too. Have a good day, everyone, and bye-bye.